guys, and welcome back to Conscious Butterflies. I'm your host, Emily Dugan. Thank you so much for joining. Today, we are on the topic of being seen and showing up and why it's so freaking scary to be seen, whether you're being seen in the workplace, in a meeting, whether you're being seen in your friendship group, whether you're being seen and showing up online. There's so many different ways that we can be seen and we can show up, but we tend to shy away. Why do we do it? How do we get over it? How do we overcome the fear? Why do we have the fear in the first place? I don't know, but we're about to talk about it. From my perspective, that is. But yeah, thank you guys um, for tuning in. I love your support and I love that you are here trying to get more out of life, shift your perspective and break the barriers of what's normal and what's expected and live a Delulu life and have Delulu, by Delulu I mean delusional. Um, you're allowed to have those desires. So let's get into the things that kind of hold us back from letting those just be seen. So my first one, I love this quote. I'm sure you've heard it before. My boss says it to me all the time. Like, show me your best friends and I'll show you your future. Show me the four people you hang out and talk to and spend your time around the most and I'll show you what is to come for you. So this is so important because who you surround yourself with is just a mere feedback of what you're giving out, what you're taking back in, what you're giving out. And if we start to be around people who see a past version of ourselves, we're going to constantly live in that past version of ourselves. If you're around people who or say you're trying to break free, you don't want to share the same bad habits. You don't want to drink anymore. You don't want to smoke weed anymore. You just are trying to shed that version of you. You can't keep hanging around the same spaces and places and people who tend to bring that out of you. It's not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just that you have to make an executive decision for yourself and for this future version of you that, hey, I need to have my own boundary and I need to be respectful of my own boundary and I need to make it a personal policy that I have been telling myself for weeks, for months, for years, that I want to drop a said bad habit. I want to drop a distraction. You can't keep making decisions that are going to just lead down the same path. Like what is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. And the same goes for your environment, your surrounding area. I do want you to encourage, I do want to encourage you to as you're up-leveling, quote-unquote, as you're just trying to enter into a new lifestyle, new reality that you know in your heart is possible because it wouldn't have been put on your heart as a desire if you weren't able to make it true, I want you to sit and ask yourself, am I around people who make me feel seen? And I'm not talking about your grandma making you feel seen. I'm not talking about your family making you feel seen. They're always going to make you feel seen or I hope that you have family and friends and people that love you that make you feel seen in love. I'm talking about do people make you feel seen for those crazy ideas that you have let live in the back of your head and not really voiced out to the world that 
hey, I want to, I want to be a fashion designer. Hey, look, like I want to live in California and start my own online e-commerce business. Like, hey, I want to completely change my lifestyle and my outlook on life. And I want that to be fully supported. One, have you been brave enough to even voice that out loud? Have you voiced that, you know what, I'm going to take myself seriously and I'm going to start writing music. I'm going to start recording music. I don't, whatever it is, are you around people who see that and value that for you as well? It can be difficult as we go through this transition of living a quote-unquote normal life following the conditioning roles of, I mean, so many of us in the sense of you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, or you go to school and you get a job and you you work hard and you have your weekends off. Going from that to transitioning to what modern day society allows us to have in literally, I think it's so beautiful and not talked about enough that you could literally do anything that you love and profit from it. You're supposed to profit from the work and the skills that you do. But isn't it absolutely insane that we are currently living in a world that you can do that and you can do that easily? Not easily, like you have to put the work in, but like there are platforms out there. There are networking. There are so many available options for us to put effort into something that we love and get a reward out of it. But are you being seen enough by the people around you to allow yourself to have that reality? Because you can do it on your own. You can work your ass off. You can check off every box that you need to check off. But if you're not being seen, if you're not around a group of people who are seeing that and supporting you, you're never going to take off. You are just going to sit in that plane with the mist running, with the lights on for so long, and that plane is never going to take off. I used to be a person that I was like, I have the knowledge, I have the skills, I have the drive to do it. But I would look around and I'm like, nothing's changing though. I've been wanting the same things in my life for it feels like, it has been like three years now, but nothing is moving the needle. And you have to be willing to invest in yourself, to make risk, to be and surround yourself by people who make you feel seen for what you want to be seen about. We grow and we evolve and we change and we're not always evolving and growing with your significant other, your friends, the people that are closest to you right now. They do not have to serve as the people that make you feel seen. They can still be in your life. They can absolutely be in your life. But if you are not shifting to different environments, to different spaces, to different conversations where people see you, without a doubt, you don't even have to explain yourself. You don't have to give this whole like explanation of why you want your dream, how it's possible, how other people do it. They just get it. Like They just absolutely get it with a quick conversation, a quick look. When you're surrounding yourself with people who truly see you and they can see past the like doubt and the fear and you trying to having to explain yourself in words that takes you to the next step you do need support you do need help you do need 
other people with similar mindsets to help you collapse timelines and get to the place that you're heading. This is so important and it's something that I personally, I mean, I just mentioned it, but I've neglected it for three years thinking that like, I see, I see how the online business works. I've worked in marketing. I understand how to create content. I understand this, but you know, I kept looking back at my life and I'm like, but nothing's changed, you know, like I've grown and gotten promotions and I've gotten bonuses through my work, but how am I serving? How am I serving in a way that's always felt called to my heart? And it's not through coaching. It's not through putting myself out on social media. Do I do it here and there? Yes. But I don't do it in a way that I feel like I'm making impact. I do it in a way that it feels good and it feels in the moment, so I send it. And the reason is, is because I have not surrounded myself by people who make me feel seen and who allow me to show up in that way. Uh, this past, last summer, I invested in myself for the very first time. And I, on a whim, just said yes to these girls I met online on social media who I thought were so badass. And I was like, hey, they're hosting a retreat, Soul Sister, all girls, all women's retreat in Costa Rica. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to see what it's like. And it was the first time I invested in myself. And I didn't know what to expect. My whole family was like, Emily, where are you going? This is kind of crazy. But I knew without a doubt, like without a doubt, I had to go. These, the girls that, if I was attracted to it, people who think like me, who have a mindset like me, were also attracted to it. And when I got to Costa Rica, being seen and being heard by these women, like you're not scratching for it. You're not like hoping somebody just a light turns on. Like they all just get it and they all see the potential in you. And similarly, I just made my first big investment in a coach. And she was actually one of the woman who hosted the retreat I went to and it was so scary to say yes to her she had reached out to me and said like girl I am hosting this program and I think you are empower empowering as fuck and you need to be in this like you need to kickstart what I could tell you're wanting to kickstart and I was so excited. I was like, yes, but I was also very scared and nervous. And I ghosted her for a week. And I fought myself like tooth and nail back and forth saying like, that's a lot of money. You could really just do it on your own. You know how to do it. You just haven't done it. Maybe if you would just sit down and do it. And like all these things were going through on, going on through my head. And I had to take a step back and just listen to my thoughts of like, who, what, who is saying what, you know, like I want to do this in my heart. I am craving and I know I need, and I want this so bad to be with other women in this group, other women who are starting their own online businesses, who already have their online businesses, who are changing and impacting women across the world already. I want that. 
and I had to sit back and really just observe my mind and observe who the hell was telling me no who was what version of me was fighting it what was I hanging on to and why was I letting money getting in the way why was I letting being scared of you know being at a what feels like what's the opposite of a finish line <laughs> starting line but I just feel like I'm at such a starting point of this journey that I would tell myself like these other women who are going to be in this program are already like business owners they're already so far ahead of me and I would have all these thoughts going back and forth and to just sit back and observe myself I came back to the realization of I want this and it feels like a fuck yes just the way going to Costa Rica feels like a fuck yes but I'm holding myself back because I'm so used to being comfortable by not allowing that part of myself to be seen. I didn't want that part of me to thrive again. I went to Costa Rica on such a high horse and came back like I'm a light worker. I want to spread love and light and happiness and just want people to live their best potential and do what they love and serve others. And I come back and I just fall into this not being seen in that way by the people that I'm surrounded with in day-to-day -day life that it made me climb back into the shell that it just felt safe. It felt so comfortable being in that shell. And fast forward, I said yes and I made the first really big investment in myself. And I was scared, but I knew I had a work bonus coming in that was going to cover like all of the payment and like this <laughs> this makes me want to cry because I was so nervous to say yes to her and say yes not to her even but like to say yes to myself and <laughs> hi Nova and then I got my work bonus and would you guys believe it was <laughs> Nova hold on Right in the middle of a special moment. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but would you guys believe that I got my work bonus and all that money I was holding on to, that money that I knew was going to pay for the program, but I'm like, then all my bonus money will be gone. You know, like that's all I'll get. Knowing that like it's going to be worth it. But I got my work bonus, guys, and it was three times the amount of that program like I felt so 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 supported and it just goes to show like when you can be vulnerable when you can trust God with your expansion into his kingdom and how you can serve other people God is going to take care of you and another note on that too like at least growing up in a Catholic church a lot of it was like you give giving money to the church was if you give money to the church then god will you know support you and help you out but that's the only way as a kid growing up like i really knew how to give my money but i just want you to know that investing in yourself is giving to god's kingdom as well investing in yourself is investing in serving his kingdom and I've always known that I have an essence of being a light worker. I have been given the gift of encouragement and being able to show up and being on camera and being able to have a voice and speak up and give others a voice. And that 
I don't know what I was about to say, but like, and that alone is so special. And I can't rob the world of that. And if I invest in myself in understanding that, then I can give greater than I could have ever imagined. Like you, the, not the only way to give to the God's kingdom is not just putting money in a basket. Like there's so many ways. And that kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about next anyways. One second. So many of us will just overlook our natural given skills. And if you're anything like me, again, growing up in a Catholic church, you always hear like, oh, everybody has a God-given talent, right? So I would be on the search. I was like, God, what is my talent? I can't sing. I can't draw. Like all the, the, the skills that are so commonly like physically seen, I was like, I ain't got it. And then I got to high school and I was a really, really good softball pitcher. And I was like, that's it. I got the gift of whipping my arm and striking girls out. And then I graduated high school, high school. <laughs> and I was like, God, that was like really short lived. Are you kidding me? Like four years? I, I don't want to go play in college. Oh, maybe I should coach. Like, I don't know, but it didn't feel right. And in the midst of all of that, in my time in sports and softball and just youth groups, whatever, I was always the one to speak up. I was the one that led the soccer chant. I was the one that like said the prayer. I was always the one to speak up and have a voice and I was the loudest in the room. I was the first to speak up in the room and I was the most encouraging in the room. If my teammate was down bad, I would be the first one with a hug and a quick little pep talk. Like my gift wasn't pitching, my gift was encouragement. And so many times we will go through this life like being envious of other people's gifts or comparing what somebody else has to what we don't have and just blatantly looking over what we are naturally good at. And these could be soft skills. These could be hard skills. Like it really is so overlooked because it comes so easily to us that we don't even realize it is a God-given talent. Like it is divine. Our God-given talents are what makes us us and some people will go and waste our whole life not serving because we overlook them as just something that comes easily right the promise god is not trying to trick us or make us go on this deep soul searching go to therapy and like excavate everything like yes all these things help but god is not tricky he's not trying to trick us he just wants us to show up with what he's already provided and given to us. And I think about this in the sense of like, back in the day I wanted to start a podcast. And I was like, oh well, I'll start a podcast when I get a nice microphone. And then I got a nice microphone. I was like, oh well, I'll start a podcast when I get, you know, a nice like light so I could get good video, whatever. Like we make up all these like, if I get this, then I'll do that. And all that is doing is delaying us serving. Like, I literally, I think when I finally <laughs> recorded my first podcast, I got on my iPhone and I clicked memo 
and I made a memo and I figured out how to get it onto Spotify and Apple. Like we have Google, we have the internet, everything is at our fingertips. But we make all these excuses to not serve and not give back our skills because we are just wanting something deeper. We want, I think when I was younger, I wanted God to throw my skill and my talent in my face. And we're not all Mariah Carey. We're not all like these amazing artists. Some people, they do. And that's a blessing. Like they're just born and they can draw and graffiti and like do art like no other. And it's just like, okay, obviously that's your gift. But some of our gifts are just like having motherly nature. Some of our gifts are being very, very opinionated. Your gift might be that you are so blunt and to the point. But that is a gift. That is a gift and we have to use it to serve. Can you cook well? Go feed the people. Can you lead well? Go teach people. Are you naturally handy? Can you like fix anything? Go build for the people. Whether it is that soft skill, whether it is that hard skill, you can't go through life wishing you had the skill sets of somebody else. And it's so easy as we scroll on Instagram and TikTok and we see people doing cool shit all the time. And you're like, how are there so many people doing cool shit and I'm not doing cool shit? You are. You're just not recording it and that's okay. But every day you are doing cool shit. Don't overlook your kindness. Don't overlook your shyness. You being shy could literally be a gift that when you walk into the room and you're shy, you make people feel like relaxed because you don't have a super high energy. And maybe you're supposed to be a therapist because you're shy, but you have a very gentle and welcoming presence to you that allows people to welcome up, open up. Like we cannot keep overlooking these small things and these small attributes about us that make us who we are. And at the bottom line, it's not about you. It's never been about you understanding your skill and your God-given gift so you can like go change the world. It's so you can serve his kingdom. It's so you can serve his people. It's not about you and how awesome of a dancer you are and how awesome of an artist you are. It's so you can use what you've been given to change the world and impact other people. And in the midst of it, impact yourself and grow yourself. And if you don't know what that is, because I can understand me sitting here saying like, it's so simple. Like, it's just like, obviously it's the things that you're good at. If you still are sitting there questioning, like, you know, what is it? It really can be hidden sometimes because it is more of a soft skill where it's like maybe you're really good at cleaning and you really like to do it. So if that's the case for you and you're kind of still, you're like listening to this and you're unsure, go to your friends, go to, it could be your family, your friends, anybody, your boss, and just be like, what would you say I'm like naturally good at? Like what just comes to me? Or another question that I think helps even better is saying like, why do you enjoy being around me? Some of their answers, not some of their answers, I meant like their answers are, is the feedback you need for your answer, like I promise. And it could just be like, you make me feel at home. You make me feel at home. It could be, you 
are always straight up with me. Like I've never had somebody be so honest with me in my whole life. Whatever it is, please like don't look over it because by looking over it, you are holding yourself back from moving forward into this reality you want because you might not even be harnessing the gifts that you have already instilled in you and you're out there trying to search and search and search and what am I good at? What am I going to do for the world? Like I, when I first started this podcast, I didn't know what my gift was. Like I was still hunting and searching and hunting and searching and I didn't realize that like my gift is just encouragement. My gift is speaking up and letting others know that they got this and we all got this and it's a fair game for all of us and we all have a choice to make and we all have our freedom to really just take a hold of and give back in a way that we never even thought was possible. Okay, so my last little tip here is to stop speaking and thinking about how people are going to feel showing up when you show up on social media or show up in person. Maybe you're play guitar and you're scared to show up on the street in New York City. Whatever it is, I bet, I bet that you're holding back because you are still talking to the masses. You are still talking to all the people in this world who have made up your life until this point. Instead of talking to the people who make you feel seen. You are not everybody's cup of tea. You might be the juiciest of juiciest peaches on the peach tree. But if you give it to somebody, they just might not like peaches. It doesn't mean you're not the best peach in the world. It just means that somebody doesn't like peaches. And that's okay. Does that resonate? (laughs) Does that make sense? You cannot keep living your life by talking to the masses when you need to focus on the people who are ready to show up for themselves and ready to be seen in a way that you're being seen or you desire to be seen. We can, like, I know I personally, I have, (laughs) I have my work Instagram account, my OG Instagram account, I made a doing it for Dugan Instagram account like a long time ago when I started when I started on this. This was probably like back in college, probably like six years ago. I made this doing it for Dugan Instagram account that was supposed to be my content creation account. And then I went back to my original Instagram account and then I made another Instagram account that I've never even posted anything on. And it's like, why am I doing that? Why do any of us do that? It's because we feel uncomfortable being seen by the wrong people. But coincidentally, I don't know that's that coincidentally, but we don't show up because we're scared of being seen by these people. So like I made all these new Instagrams and I made the, the like this new one that I've never posted on because I'm waiting to like, I'm 100% ready to start my business and yada, yada, yada. And like the last couple months, I'm like, stop. And I'm like, people love you for you. And if they don't, if I'm not the, they don't like peaches, then that's okay. Then they can unfollow me. But like, 
I don't need to speak to all the people that follow my OG account because I know from high school and college and all these things. I can't not show up because they follow me and I'm scared of what they think or, you know, what my family members might think of or me pursuing having an online business and me pursuing building coaching programs and me doing this. These are all things I plan to do down the road and now, <laughs> not even in the future now. So I'm investing in myself. That's why I'm trying to push the envelope, but I cannot keep trying to speak to all of them. I can just keep showing up for the people in the back that need me to show up for them. And so many times, like the people that you're impacting, they're probably not liking and commenting on your pictures and whatever, but they're there. And you are being seen by the people who need to see you one way or another. Like we could talk about Instagram algorithm and all this and all that. But honestly, guys, like I just believe so much that when you need to show up for somebody, you, God is going to make sure that you show up and you step into their life. These All these years ago when I just had a random girl come across my Instagram and I followed her and I was obsessed with her and it was like, she's me, me is her. <laughs> I feel seen when I hear her talk. And then for the fact that three, four years later, she is messaging me saying, I really want you in this program, like her first mastermind program that is so exclusive. That says something, right? That's huge, actually. That's monumental. That's how life works, and that's how God works. And you don't know when he's working, but he is constantly at work. Constantly. Constantly. I am really excited for this next journey, guys. I think a lot is going to be changing for me soon. And I'm scared. I'm scared to be seen. We all are scared to be seen, but... Like, why do we care? <laughs> you know, like, why why do we actually care? Why does our ego get scared? Why do we want to go run and hide? Why do we get cringy when we hear our own voice? Why do we get cringy when we post something? Like, it's just a feeling, and it doesn't last forever. Like, the embarrassing moment when you, like, I don't know, you farted in class or something. Like, nobody is thinking about that. That day that you're, you were having like the worst hair day in the world at school, nobody's thinking about that. Nobody was even thinking about that when they saw you. Nobody was thinking about that the next day. That time you like really embarrassed yourself because you got a little bit too tipsy. Yeah, it might come up. <laughs> yeah, it might come up in a fun story, but like nobody cares. You should only care about what is constantly pursuing your brain and your mind. That thought of what keeps coming back. And to be on that note too, like, some people don't think like you do. And let's just make that clear. Like, I mean, I guess I've been making that clear the whole time of like, when you want to be seen, like, not everybody thinks like you. And they're not going to see the vision like you. But that is why it's so important that you surround yourself by people who can and who will without a doubt. Okay?
Okay. Well, I am so thankful you guys are here. Thank you for tuning into Conscious Butterflies. I miss doing this a lot. So I promise I will be back soon. But until then, we'll talk soon, guys. Godspeed. Thank you.